I'm Rachel. And I'm Lindsay. And welcome to our podcast, We We Wish Wish You a Merry Movie. In this episode, we are discussing the movie Reindeer Games Homecoming, a Christmas made-for-TV romantic comedy which stars Sarah Drew and Justin Bruning. If you're tuning in in hopes that we'd be discussing the Christmas made-for-the-big-screen action thriller Reindeer Games from 2000, starring Ben Affleck and Charlize Theron, I have some bad news for you. But hey, stick around. If you like Christmas, that's a Christmas movie. This is a Christmas movie. Mm -hmm. Very different, but you never know. Give it a try. The holiday movie up for discussion today was released this season by Lifetime. Yes, and Grey's Anatomy fans may have quickly recognized this on-screen couple who starred on the show together as Dr. April Kepner and Matthew Taylor. I actually have seen Grey's Anatomy, and don't worry, any new Grey's fans out there, I'm not going to give away any spoilers, but these two actors have a long history of working together. Their characters shared an important storyline on that show. They've starred in a few more of these holiday movies together since, and that really shows in their rapport together on screen. Yes, the script was actually written by Sarah Drew, and she wanted to cast Justin in the film. Mm -hmm. When she was on Grey's, I remember reading an article about how she was working directly with the show's writers, especially during the last several seasons, I can see why she has an interest in writing and story development. And thank you, by the way, I don't watch Grey's Anatomy, so I had no idea about any of those things, so thank you. (laughs) I understand for anyone out there in the middle of it, enjoy. The idea of having a festival or a competition that lasts several days during the holidays does sound like a pretty great way to get into the holiday spirit. Definitely. I mean, I would love to live in a place like Harrison Falls. It's just the perfect setting for a feel-good holiday movie. Now let's start with a 60-second synopsis. And keep in mind, everyone, this is a very brief, bare-bones synopsis because we are going to be getting into all the details later. And now, your 60-second synopsis. It's officially winter break, and the whole town of Harrison Falls is gearing up for the annual Reindeer Games, a holiday fundraising competition. Mackenzie Graves, also affectionately known as Mac, is the local AP biology teacher and crossword puzzle enthusiast who competes every year on a team with the best friends of her beloved late father to honor his memory. This year, however, she's in for a surprise when she comes face-to-face with Hollywood movie star Chase Weston, who is a legendary figure of the town and Mac's old high school crush. Chase is in town helping his pregnant sister, Serena, since Serena's husband is deployed overseas. Reluctantly, Chase gets roped into competing on an opposing team, and he and Mac face off for the Kris Kringle Cup. In between the competitions, the two find themselves bonding over old high school memories and connecting over current life events and hopes and dreams for the future. As they spend time together, they realize they both still harbor strong feelings for one another, and they must decide how to navigate their way through their career choices, their past, and the possibility of love. And that is your 60-second synopsis. Now let's talk about the characters. First and foremost, Mackenzie Graves, smart, energetic, quirky, competitive, loves teaching. Her students call her Miss G. Other friends and family call her Mac for short. Oh yeah, nicknames are a very important part of these characters. They Mm -hmm. all have nicknames. Chase calls her, what was it? Pre-med. Pre-med because she wanted to go to medical school, which she did, but that's what he called her in high school before she went to medical school. And then her friend Simon calls her macaroni and cheese at one point. Mm -hmm. Well, macaroni and Chase. (laughs) Oh, see what he did there? (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then we have Chase Weston. Yeah, he's your typical handsome, charming heartthrob with a sentimental side. He misses his hometown more than he realizes, and his nicknames are... Hollywood by most of the townspeople, and Fancy Pants by Mac. Mm-hmm. And then we have Simon Cook, 
played by Brian Sills. Mac's best friend, grew up together. Uh, they've been neighbors since they were five and they work together. Simon is the high school English and theater teacher and the master of ceremonies. He loves to bring the drama. He wins the award for the character with the funniest lines. And then there are a couple of characters that Mac affectionately refers to as her boys. They're basically her dad's best friends and her dad and them always competed in the reindeer games together. She honors his memory by also meeting up with them annually to have a card game and a shot of whiskey. And she is on their team for the reindeer games. And we have Chase's sister, Serena. Definitely seems like an older sister. For sure. The, <laughs> the way she mm -hmm. gives him advice about what to do with his life. Mm -hmm. Definitely an older sister. And, and then her son, mm -hmm. Jeremy. He's a very respectful, easy to hang out with uh, teenager. Yeah, and then she's also pregnant with her next child, so. And then finally we have the agent manager of Chase's. Her name is Terry. She's the one that exercises with hand weights while walking the stairs, having conversations on the phone. Making deals. She has, she's definitely a multitasker and a pretty funny character in general. And now let's dive into what we like to call the love timeline. So the movie starts with Chase and Mac. Close up shot, you only see their face. And then you realize that they're in bathing suits, they're jumping into something and you're like, oh, okay, what's happening? And then there's the just a few days ago. And then it's a cut to her jogging. And so again, it definitely creates that tension, the suspense of an intrigue of what's happening here. Mm -hmm. I think it's there to establish that like something very intense is going on between them. They're in this competition, but we also know that they are the love interests in this movie. Mm -hmm. Is this the climax of the entire film or another important know. part? Mm -hmm. After that, they meet for the very first time. So we go back a few days ago. They're meeting in her biology classroom. Chase comes in and sees her and starts interacting with her. She's mm -hmm. just dismissed her students. They all walk by, awkwardly say nothing, and snap some photos for later. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny to me, their interaction is not what I really expected. They went to high school together. They had some kind of a relationship. They yep. haven't seen each other in, I don't know, somewhere between 15 and 20 years, probably. Yep. And it's got that kind of awkwardness of, I don't really know what to say or do. He's all for it, though. He's having a great time talking to her. Yeah. <laughs> and you can just tell she is like, what do I do in this moment? Mm -hmm. She definitely has a deer in a headlight sort of look to her, but... This love timeline, it's not, like you said, it's not like they're meeting for the first time, catching each other's eyes. They they know each other. And then Simon comes in and he's, <laughs> he's like... clearly delighted that Chase is there. <laughs> and Chase hasn't put it together yet. He's like, what are you two doing here? Like, yeah. on this day, we all three just happen to be in our old high school at the same time. Mm -hmm. So they reveal to him that they work there. It's also revealed that Chase did six of these action movies and so it, it's establishing that not only is he a movie star like he's a well-known franchise type big deal so I think that also paints the picture that Mac has no expectation regardless of this like sort of flirty nature of when he walks in that they could be anything. Can I also add that when she and Simon are walking down the hallway, they look very calm and relaxed and stress-free considering it's the last day of what would probably be <laughs> yeah. finals for a teacher. Yeah, and uh, I can definitely attest uh, as a 
former high school teacher myself, that last week of school right before break, uh, it it uh, takes a toll. So they are pretty much like skipping down the hallway, having this lighthearted conversation, which in fact, you should see the bags under their eyes. Their hair should be frazzled and- Carrying papers and computers. Exactly, and back breaking a load of grading that you need to do before <laughs> the next 48 hours so you can upload grades. So yeah. Also their is. students were so well-behaved. Like when she's doing like their final activity, yeah. they were into it and listening and being very respectful. I was like, this is definitely- a movie this is picture perfect <laughs> yes and going back to the nickname um he calls her pre-med she actually really doesn't like being called that she says she hates that name mm -hmm. and simon says well you used to like the name and you used to love him Ooh. <laughs> which irritates her further so yeah that establishes right then and there that there was this kind of familiarity we also find out pretty quickly after the scene in the classroom they say goodbye and simon and mac are walking down the hall that it was only one kiss at mm -hmm. a science fair a lifetime ago. They probably became lab partners mm -hmm. and started a friendship, found some things in common. They went on this science fair trip. A budding crush developed between both of them. They had their kiss. And then she says that he kissed her and Danny Zuko'd her. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so we were trying to unpack that reference. Obviously, it's to Greece. And I'm thinking that probably means that he got really, really close to her, love-bombed her to some extent, and then when they got back to school, back to reality, mm -hmm. distanced himself, kind of played it light with his friends, like this wasn't such a big deal. Yeah. What do you like, think? Yeah, exactly. Like, summer loving. Mm -hmm. So... It was there, and then it wasn't. And, and that's harsh for anybody, really, mm -hmm. but especially, you know, for teenagers. For an insecure teenager, absolutely. That mm -hmm. sort of confirms their insecurities that maybe they're not as fun or as interesting as they would have hoped and always hard to like lose a relationship or even a friendship with somebody that you really like and care about and enjoy mm -hmm. hanging out with so we understand all right after that it's the next day and the reindeer games have begun they're doing their opening ceremony which of course is a polar bear plunge event mm. get get everything started with a nice cold splash of water <laughs> have you ever done that no <laughs> i have no desire to do that i don't even swim in the ocean here yeah it is it's, pretty cold to think about jumping into a freezing cold could be frozen in a matter of days lake no yeah what about you yeah pass pass for me <laughs> So uh, how does he even end up involved in the reindeer games? He, he wasn't signed up, so how did he get involved? He's there to just support his nephew, and he's there with his sister, who's very pregnant, and Jeremy is short a player. They're about to be <laughs> eliminated, and then Jeremy looks up at his uncle, who he literally looks up to. Right, because he's tall. <laughs> yeah. And with these imploring eyes asked and well then he kind of they start to wear him down a little bit and so he's like guys i'm just i'm waiting to hear back about this big movie role and i don't want to risk getting sick and then they totally guilt him into it definitely they bring him. up the dad oh if your father was here you know he would totally help you and so then chase is like all right fine does the trick but it's funny that he's the one that then has to do the polar bear plunge like, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. the worst part yeah definitely oh i also want to point out so they have the awkward interaction in the classroom but at the polar bear plunge like they're pretty light and casual like mm -hmm. she's sort of you know heckling him a little bit she just seems very comfortable with him so i'm like 
okay, but maybe it's because she's very much in her element. Yes. And she's feeling competitive and she's sort of like trash talking even though she's not saying anything negative. So I just sort of chalked it up to probably that. That's the reason why she's so I would, comfortable. I would agree that. because she is. It's it's winter break. She's doing something that is fun, something she loves, and something that she knows like she could probably show him up a bit with because mm-hmm. yeah. she's been doing this every single year. She's actually the one that kind of like pulls them into the water. <laughs> yes, yes. That's when they have that scene that we saw at the very opening where they look at each other. How do you do this craziness? You just turn off your brain and, and jump or and something jump like that. So after the polar bear plunge, an hour later, they're at the fire station and Chase has his leather jacket on and he's shivering. There was a fire pit visible right behind him. And I'm like, now what's this doofus <laughs> doing by a fire, but in front of a fire and then complaining he's cold. It's like, put the two together. But because he's visibly shivering, this allows for Mac to approach him with a flask and mm-hmm. they can have some other type of um, dialogue there. It's also very sunny that day, but I know <laughs> it can be cold and sunny at the same time. You know, yeah. the problem is his coat. He's not wearing the right coat. Mm-hmm. He's wearing a leather jacket. Yeah, Actually, which reminds me of getting out of the airport. He's wearing the mm. same jacket and he opens the door and he's like, oh, <laughs> as in it's freezing. And I have been there. Oh, it's yeah. like a wall of ice cutting (laughs) through you that's what it feels like it's pretty shocking so we find out after the flask and drinking and warming up by the adjacent fire pit that the theme is a christmas carol yes and so for their next event they have to actually incorporate a christmas carol into their costumes so he ends up asking her for some help Mm -hmm. with you know, maybe some ideas, and she is not going to help him pick out his costumes. Not at all. She's leaving that up to him. But he says, for old time's sake. (laughs) That must have been very triggering to the star (laughs) lab partner who probably did a lot of the work. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And she caves. She gives him a tiny little hint in regards to themes that he could potentially work with. And the themes that are mentioned are transformational growth and... Generosity. And redemption. Yes, and this a sense of community. She says all of those things are a part of a Christmas carol. And then at the football game, she sits next to him with some type of hot beverage in hand, and he's doing a crossword puzzle. And she is surprised because that's her thing. She didn't know that he liked it. Yeah, she's always doing crossword puzzles whenever she gets a chance. So, mm-hmm. oh, he likes that too. And they're just having some small talk. And then a fan approaches, wants a picture with him. She obliges, and then gets the stuck next taking lots of photos for other fans. Is lining up, and so they have to run off real quick. She takes him up to the press box the place where announcers would be in in a football game the top of the bleachers yeah and a teen couple uh they they run out and she immediately says i did not see that couple happening he's not good for her i cracked up at that line being a high school teacher you know you'd have to like be witnessing so much high school drama day in and day out Mm mm-hmm Students run out, they close the door. Chase immediately turns to her and says, you took me to the high school makeout spot? And she sounds so surprised, like, what? I I had no idea. She went to high school there. And she works there now. Yeah, there's just no way that she didn't know 
I, I would say that that wasn't her intention. It, yeah, I find it very funny. hard to believe that she just was oblivious about that particular <laughs> spot. How could she not know? And then um, she's like, well, which cheerleaders did you bring up here? And he says, I came up here to think. So this was his thinking hangout spot. Apparently. <laughs> okay. Oh, one other note. These people are able to get anywhere they want to in the high school. I'm like, that the high school doesn't have great security. <laughs> Anyone can go in at any time, even when it's winter break. Anyways. Also, like, I mean, I get it. It's part of the motif of going back into the past and when they, you know, were together in high school and everything like that. But during mm. winter break, I would imagine, like, teachers and students alike, they do not want to go back into that high school. This is oh, their no. vacation time, mm-hmm. a break from all that. Definitely. But they keep revisiting it to, to remind us about how they met. Mm-hmm. So they, they have, like, their first heart-to-heart. There's yeah. a lot of heart-to-hearts in here. There are. Uh, they talk about some pretty serious things. He, as an actor, is at a place in his career where he's feeling more pressure. He says he needs to, you know, always be more, do more, stay relevant. It reminded me that oftentimes when, when people are in these really driven careers in a fast-paced environment, you can be kind of lonely. For the first time in a long time, he's feeling really connected to her in the town. At the end of this heart-to-heart, Max says, you know what's best for getting out of your head? It's going and doing things for others. So they go caroling at the local hospital. Yeah, it's actually a very, very warm little scene. Mm-hmm. He's a celebrity. It's perfect. The people are thrilled. So anyways, hospital sees the photo of her dad on the wall, the fire chief, and she... He actually died from smoke inhalation during one of the rescues. Mm. So they honor him with a picture, but when she sees it, you can tell it just hits really, really hard. So she goes to take a break in the chapel and light a candle for him. Mm -hmm. So he notices actually that Mm -hmm. she is is feeling some pretty big feelings when she goes into the chapel and he goes in there with her. Mm -hmm. And then he remembers that they exchanged, Mac and her dad exchanged Christmas letters every year. And she seems very surprised that he even remembers this. That is a very nice thing to remember about somebody. Absolutely. It shows that you're really paying attention. Mm -hmm. Actually, she pulls out a letter and he's like, well, what's that? And it's the last letter her dad ever wrote her Mm -hmm. before he died. And she's been carrying it around, unable to open it, to face it. And mainly it's the feeling of this is the last letter. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's the last time I'll ever read a new message from my dad. Yeah. So I, I can kind of understand why she's been holding it. I, I would definitely have wanted to have read it already, I mm-hmm. think. But oh, that absolutely. sense of, of having to face that and mm-hmm. accept that it's the last time, that yeah. would be really hard. Yeah. Chase goes home and tells his sister, Mac is a breath of fresh air. So at first she's like, What's going on with you? You're happy. You put your phone down. And then she gets it out of him. She she could have got more out of him sooner if she would have just given him a nacho. There you go. (laughs) And I was watching her and I was like, now I really want some nachos. Mm -hmm. (laughs) In true big sis fashion, she looks at him sternly and says, don't be an idiot. Big sister seems to be reminding him and us that he he definitely was the one who kind of let it all go. So... Mm -hmm. 
After that, the next day, um, they're doing another competition. I think this is the ice sculpting competition. Yes. Which sounds like a very intense competition for a bunch of novices who don't normally yeah. sculpt ice. I do appreciate, though, that they showed that it was hard. Like, at first, someone's sawing with a chainsaw, but then it shows her boys. And they're, yeah, like, chiseling. Definitely showing how difficult it would be. But anywho, he convinces her to take him to her classroom where he takes a picture of the atrium. He comments about how it smells, yeah. <laughs> and she's like, it smells like formaldehyde and overachievement. <laughs> Which is very specific and very <laughs> spot on. So he ends up taking a picture of a butterfly on mm-hmm. a plant in the atrium, yep. and that turns out to be what their ice sculpture becomes. Mm-hmm. And do they win that one? They do. They win that one, and that shows a theme of transformation mm-hmm. from A Christmas Carol. So this is the second heart-to-heart they have. He just starts with the opening question of, so why didn't you become a doctor or are you a doctor? Which allows her to unpack Mm -hmm. her, her father passed suddenly and she fell apart and she was in the middle of residency at this point and she had to stop. And in his will, her father left her her the house and so she just decided to come home and while that sounds as if it would be sort of like a defeat she puts a very positive note on it because of her community she wouldn't have been able to function without her community she mentions that the people of the town know her they love her well and she she's content she has a a good life there Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in the press box, it was more about him opening up. But in this scene, it's more about her getting to open up. She was actually a doctor. Mm-hmm. She was just completing the residency. She hasn't given up. It's just not been the right time. I think sometimes we have to have grace with ourselves. You know, there's things we want to accomplish, but we have to wait till we're ready. And she makes the point that like, big grief changes your perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, after this, Chase finishes with you're just really smart. He does appreciate her her brains and also just her emotional maturity yep. and how she approaches life uh, with positivity and things like that. And mm-hmm. it's pretty consistent throughout. And I think he does a good job because I, I do believe that he's looking at her as just a wonderful person that he can't get enough of. Their heart-to-heart in the classroom gets cut short because we get a call from Jeremy saying that Serena's water has broke and they need to get back fast. Good thing she's a doctor. They get in the car. Chase wants to be on one side of Serena and Mac feels like she needs to be on the other since she's the medical professional. So that leaves only 15-year-old Jeremy with his learner's permit to drive. Yeah. I don't care. Child, you are not driving. (laughs) This needs to be a safe and speedy trip to the hospital. It's a pretty bumpy ride. And at one point, the mom is like, you're doing great, honey. And Chase is like, no, he's not. (laughs) Be honest with the kid. Slow down. I just ran a red light, but it's okay. I looked both ways. (laughs) But, and then pretty much moments after giving birth, like people are coming in, visitors. Yeah. No, no, no. No one is coming in immediately after birth. But they brought balloons. No, thank you. 
So after this tender moment of holding the baby, Max says she has to go home and Chase volunteers to drive her. And at this point, the sister once again reminds him, don't be an idiot. So he really takes <laughs> that to heart. Again for He's the not going to miss this opportunity. <laughs> He's not going to run, which leads us to the outside of her house. The front porch. Mm-hmm. When they have the steamy first kiss. Very steamy. Yeah. Technically second kiss, but first kiss in 15, 20 years. Mm-hmm. But as a viewer of these movies, I actually wasn't expecting the kiss to be that steamy or that long because usually I thought it's, I thought it happened earlier than I was expecting too. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's fine. It worked. It was just like usually the yes. first full kiss mm-hmm. happens later. Yeah, this this would have been the almost kiss, and then he goes in. He's very eyes on the prize type thing, <laughs> but I think this is where you see his like suave debonair movie star side come out yeah because the confidence he really leaves her no choice no <laughs> oh yeah she finds him irresistible yeah well and at first she she says you're doing this thing i forgot how you do this how mm-hmm. you what was the line he's very complimentary of her yeah you're so smart you are a hero type thing he makes her feel like them. she can do anything yes that's the line she says yeah mm-hmm. exactly so they they have that and then the chemistry is mm-hmm. also there and yeah, she gets swept up in the moment. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then cut to next day, interior. This is She's... one of my favorite scenes. <laughs> Definitely. Because it's so unexpected. You don't know who's going to be in the front door. But it's Simon popping some champagne and saying, it's a Christmas miracle. He barges <laughs> in. She's half asleep. I... Sometimes these movies make me laugh out loud, but this I was literally had to pause because I wanted to hear the dialogue, but I was laughing a lot. He just goes right into the kitchen, starts pouring the mimosas and reveals that they have lived across the street from each other since they were five. And he has seen every awkward porch scene she's (laughs) ever had. I mean, thank goodness they're friends and not enemies, right? (laughs) But I was like, wait. Do you, do you live with your parents, Simon? We know that your husband is, presumably lives with you, so you're living with your husband and your parents, or you took over your parents' or house. Or you bought the house next door. Some people do maybe, that. Maybe, <laughs> maybe you're right, yeah. But that was like, huh, what? And I love the scene. Uh, do you think I was going to miss 2012's MTV Movie Award winner for Best Screen Kiss <laughs> when he rolled up? That might be the best line in the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So... He states, you're glowing. Oh my God, you're glowing, Mac. And she is. She's giggly. She kind of zones out for a mm-hmm. moment with this big smile on her face. And then comes the freak out. Yes. <laughs> the snap back to reality. She mentioned something about, we're on different planets. Like, what am I thinking? Yeah. And he says, why do you always worry it's not going to work out for you right when it's working out for you? Mm-hmm. I get it though. It's a lot of, there's a lot at stake mm-hmm. for her. Yep. You know, she's trying to make this big decision about whether or not to go to resume her residency. Mm-hmm. And now this um, person she's having a wonderful time with is here and acting like he is super interested. Like this is yes. not a casual thing. Yeah. And she's starting to kind of fall for Mm -hmm. him. And this is someone who's experienced loss and grief Mm -hmm. and sudden disappointment. That would be a scary thing. Definitely. Another thing I want to interject, Simon is encouraging her to go for it. She always does this. He's like, all about it. Do it, Mac. But 
I want to point out that Chase is a Hollywood movie star. He's the dude that men want to be and women want to be with type thing. And you never know where his job is going to take him. Yeah, Simon definitely is not the practical voice yeah, of reason. Yeah, he's like a cheerleader. He's yeah. go for it mm -hmm. voice of reason. Yeah. And I think too, sometimes, you know, he probably just wants her to be like really happy and here's yeah. this opportunity. Sometimes friends and relatives get more excited about your new relationship than you <laughs> for that point. very reason. Also, I just thought of the idea of Simon being like, and then I get to hang out with Chase a True. Because <laughs> when he enters and he like picks him up, yeah, like, we're best oh. friends. <laughs> Anywho. So after this, we have the reveal of the ice sculpture. They win. It's dark. They decide to go for this river stroll where he is on cloud nine. Chase is all about the town, the hot chocolate, the people. Chase even reveals he might never go back to L.A. See, there it is. Mm -hmm. He's questioning it. <laughs> yeah. But the look on Max's face is, well, <laughs> Of course, you're going to go back to L.A. And then she realized that he's serious. And he turns to her and says, I want to be with you. I'm crazy about you, Mac. And then you literally see her like, ah! like yeah, oh, wait, what, what? It's such a sweet moment. And really what you want to hear in a moment yeah, like that. But yeah, she puts true. the brakes on so fast. Mm -hmm. So she says something like, you have this history of getting swept up in the moment. Uh, your bright light is shined on people. And then the moment ends. And <laughs> she says, and then you leave bodies in your wake. Which Love bombing. Like, yeah, it, it, that's, that's an interesting line too because he's really good at making everybody feel special. And I think mm -hmm. he does genuinely care about her. I think he so. wants her yeah. to feel special. But the way she's remembering it was there was all this buildup before. Mm -hmm. And then I was devastated. Yeah. And now here we are adults. The stakes are even higher. Yeah. I don't really want to do that again. Mm -hmm. What could keep him from maybe getting scared again and running again from mm -hmm. her point of view? So correct. Yeah. And she just mentioned the holiday bubble that she loves, the holiday yes. bubbles that they're in. That's what she refers to this sort of holiday little mini romance that they're mm -hmm. having. Maybe it's just like a, a little holiday fling. Mm -hmm. She says, this isn't your real life, Chase. And he goes, maybe I want it to be. And I was like, okay, that's a good, that's a yeah, good, good follow-up line. Uh -huh. <laughs> and he wants her desperately to give him another chance. Give me a chance to redeem myself. Hence the second theme, mm -hmm. redemption. It, Fast forward to the next day. We have the holiday ball hockey competition. And this is where Terry walks in. and Which that's a really dedicated agent manager to absolutely. fly to see you wherever you are during mm -hmm. Christmas to give you the good news that you booked the role. <laughs> yeah. I was expecting her when he's like, oh, I got to get back to this. Like, get back to the game. Her being like, excuse me, I flew all this way. Let's at least have lunch. <laughs> but, like, she just leaves. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, whatever. Drop your hockey stick and take me out to lunch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And Mac is triggered by some of Terry's comments. She specifically says, don't go falling for the local librarian and, you know, interacting with the normals and things like that. So, but she's also setting up the fact that Chase he's accepted this role and he's really movie. excited about it he is going to be on location and his followers on social media are eating up this hometown hero stuff 
So it brings Mac back to reality. This is after the conversation they had at the river walk. And so she goes into beast mode. Everything slows down. She has this look. She's willing to elbow Jeremy. I was like, rude. <laughs> Her super competitive side yeah. is mixing with some mild anger, I would say. Mm -hmm. And so she is in it to win it now. Mm -hmm. She hits the winning shot and Chase knocks his head real hard on the metal post. But then Chase and Mac meet again at the chapel in the hospital and they talk about why Mac went into beast mode. She does admit that she got a little angry. Mm -hmm. <laughs> But it kind of, it's because that moment, you know, whether she was reading into it correctly or not, to her, it kind of confirmed her suspicions. Yeah, absolutely. She tells Chase that like, hey, we are supposed to have these like amazing lives and you have your amazing life. And here I am just stuck. Like you have the bravery, the guts to do it. And I'm just waiting. Mm -hmm. And so I think there's a lot of like very good like thoughtful moments in this movie because I think everyone can can relate to that especially after the last couple of years you know there has been a lot of waiting a lot of disconnection from mm -hmm. community yeah and so I think some of that has you know some of what she's written here has been inspired by some of that yeah I, I would say so too this is a very emotional scene because it's the scene where she actually reads the letter and I think that it's interesting that she chooses Chase to open it. Maybe it's one of those things where like, I can't do it, please, you just do it. I, th I think that's it, just, just having the guts to finally open it. She's mm -hmm. waited so long and maybe she just feels like she physically can't do it. But yeah. if someone else opens it, she'll read it. Yeah. In the letter he mentions, as a doctor, you heal people, but you don't heal them just to keep them breathing. You heal them so they can continue living their lives. And I think that's a really good reminder for her. He also mentions that she should love big and dive in, which we'll talk about at the end. So with this, she seems very relieved to have finally heard his last words. And she's very inspired. For yeah. a moment, you think, okay, she's going to go out and she can do anything, right? Yeah. But what does she turn around and do? <laughs> she says, I know what I need to do. Yeah. And basically is saying goodbye to him. Yep. That they've had a wonderful love bubble and now mm -hmm. they're going to go their separate ways and do their things. Mm -hmm. And Chase is like, really, he looks heartbroken to hear yeah. this. Well, and he tries to convince her otherwise. He's confused. He didn't see this coming. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So she leaves the chapel. He goes back to find his sister who is still in the hospital because she gave birth to a baby. So she's still there. And he's all dejected and... He says, it's over. She doesn't want me. And then his sister says, come here. And she smacks him on the head. <laughs> I really don't think that like he deserves that. I, I think everybody could take it easy on him a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, they definitely gang up on him at this moment. It's like you do all realize that he wants her and he's going uh -huh. after her. Like he's the one who's not breaking hearts. Exactly. She's breaking a heart. Exactly. But with... All those people in the room all saying that he should do something. He's like, I need your help. And then the next scene, we see Simon arrive at Mac's house and he wants to get her ready. She's very confused. Simon picks out uh, a beautiful green dress. Mm -hmm. And you don't normally have to wear a dress probably to the yeah. Chris Kringle cup ceremony. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but and she does. I love the line. This is my greatest failure as your best friend. As he gestures to her closet. <laughs> I just thought that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, thanks, Simon. Yeah. <laughs> 
But she gets all dolled up and then the doorbell rings and she goes down and she sees that there is a Christmas present. It's a crossword gift. She has to solve the crossword puzzle to get the clue, to know where to go, to get the next clue. Mm -hmm. So the first thing, Christmas pass, she goes to the classroom. The next thing leads her to the hospital where she has Christmas present. And then finally, the fire station where it's Christmas future. One other note though, at the hospital, it's Serena, the sister, and a doctor waiting for her. Mind you, we don't know how long it's gonna take her to get to these places. And I'm like, I'm sure that doctor has better things to do than to wait <laughs> at the entry until she arrives, but whatever. What and if she got stumped on the crossword puzzle <laughs> and it took a few took extra hours. minutes? So I just thought that was funny. Fire station. So that's when the boys hand her the final note. And we see in the fire station, it's the Chris <laughs> It's a really funny dance scene. Yeah, I was like, what is happening? There's like lights. There's like some people awkwardly <laughs> dancing. But like... Curtains parting, mm -hmm. the people part, and out walks Chase in a fine suit. In this blue tailored suit. It looked good on him. It did, yeah. Mm -hmm. He chose well. Some words are exchanged, but she pretty much just lays one on him. And... Yeah, he's he's in the middle of like a sentence. He hasn't even really explained himself yet. Mm -hmm. And yet she's going in. Yep. And she says, I love you. And he said something like, we're finally on the same page. And I remember like shouting like, say it, Chase. If you mean it, you say it. But then he ends up saying it like whatever, a minute later. But I don't know if I loved the fact that she said, I love you in that moment. I don't know. I don't know if I was willing to buy it at that particular moment. What did you think? I mean, I would kind of expect it just based on, like, the type of story we're watching. Correct, yeah. Um, for them, though, I, I would have thought that maybe he would have said it first. Yeah. But perhaps That's it's a matter thinking. of, like, maybe she was more into this than she was willing to let on to herself yeah. and the others. And yeah. so now that the moment's finally here and she's trusting that he will continue to be there, she just blurts it out. Yeah. Which That's is very like consistent point. with her personality, mm -hmm. right? Because when she she's kind of, like... When she's sure, she gives it 100%, mm -hmm. but when she's not sure, she holds back completely. Yeah, she puts the brakes on. But it goes full circle when she says, my heart is saying yes, but my brain is saying no. And he repeats back to her what she said to him in that very opening scene when they're about to dive in, doing the polar plunge. He says, you just got to turn your brain off and jump. Oh, full circle indeed. All right, now let's talk themes. We talked a little bit about themes as we went through the love timeline, but generosity is what we see first in the hospital, Chase and Mac giving of their time, their attention, and they're being generous with those that are around them. Yeah, and then of course community plays a huge part, not just in the fact that this community comes together every year to to celebrate these games, but also community is what got her through the hardest time of her entire life. Mm -hmm. And then the final two, transformation and redemption. So in the ice sculpture, we saw the butterfly transforming and you can't have redemption unless there is transformation. And so Chase in asking her, please give me another chance, a chance to redeem myself. We see that she's allowed for that chance. So they're now in a relationship they don't know how it's going to exactly turn out but they're going to work it out which i think is believable mm -hmm. uh, and i would also say that he definitely has the means 
to make it work. He may be in Prague, but he definitely can hop on a private jet and get back to uh, wherever she's doing her residency. Boston? Yeah, something like that. And and I think she's transformed, too. Again, I think there's absolutely no shame in her needing to take that time off and go a different direction. But she has come through a very, very difficult loss. And she is now not only open to having this relationship with him, Mm -hmm. but she's also open to initiating the other career that she really, really wants. Definitely. I would agree with you in terms of would they make it? Mm-hmm. They do have the means and the technology to be able to communicate regularly, to be able to see each other. Yeah. Even if he goes off and makes this movie and she goes off and does her residency, I mm-hmm. can still see them coming together at the end and yep. making life choices together. So I definitely yeah. think they could make it. I would say that once he gets back, if he's able to spend time with her wherever she is, and then perhaps they return to the small town or they pick a new town. He can also end on a high note and decide that this is not what he wants from his life anymore. And Mm -hmm. he has a bunch of funds in the bank. And she's a doctor, so... So they're set. Good for them. They're set. All right, Rachel. So would you date this guy? Chase. I don't think I would. I would have the caveat of if he were not a Hollywood movie star, I would date him based on what I know about him. He's lighthearted he's easy to talk to he's definitely intentional complimentary of of mac so i like all of those things but i just i can't get over the fact that so many women know who he is and not to say like in terms of like a jealousy thing but more so relationships are hard you have to fight for them and so to have all of these interfering forces in a relationship would make it very hard social media just fame fortune all of those things i think are hindrances to a long-lasting healthy relationship yeah it's it's interesting because there's different ways to like think about the question right he's got qualities that i really like i love that he wants to encourage the people around him i love that he doesn't need to be always striving for whatever's going to make him the richest and the most famous and that he He does like small town life and he seems to have some very grounded values. I think all of that's great. He's also, you know, Hollywood hunk. Like, mm-hmm. I love the part where they're, like, playing field hockey. And he's like, oh, I'm, I'm too out of shape for this. And I'm like, um, have you seen this guy? Like, <laughs> too out of shape for floor hockey? Yeah. Um, so, anyway, all that to say, he's got some really great qualities that I think a lot of women would be attracted to. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I would be open to it. But we would definitely, yeah, have a lot to figure out and discuss. Mm-hmm. You know, what is your lifestyle? Like, What's going on in your life now? What do you mm-hmm. want? Like, do you, do you change have your a mind? secret girlfriend? <laughs> yes. Are you going to change your mind every couple of months based on whatever your next project is? Definitely. <laughs> what about Christmas feels? Uh, did it give you those wanting to make Christmas cookies, decorate the trees, go sing Christmas carols type vibes? Uh, I think it did. But what I would like to know is that because this involved more of a contest, outdoor yes. events, yeah. there's not so much of those interior shots, decorating the tree, making a gingerbread house, Mm -hmm. stuff like that. But I still really liked that. I Mm -hmm. thought it was pretty refreshing. I do enjoy seeing those kinds of things. But I liked that they didn't feel the pressure to like try to cram all of it in. Mm -hmm. 
it was more like the scenery in general, like the river walk or even mm-hmm. the beauty of the chapel yeah. that gave you the warmth that we want from these these movies. But it was fun to see them, you know, playing hockey mm-hmm. and being out in the snow. And even though we never want to do it, mm-hmm. watching them do the polar bear plunge. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I would say maybe it adds to the Christmas excitement. Yeah. I didn't get tons of cozy Christmas vibes from this movie, but I think part of it was we saw very, very little snow uh, the shots that there was supposed to be snow, it was like very sad looking snow. <laughs> but I think maybe more snow really would have done it for me. But I do like the movie as a whole. So mm-hmm. yeah. I would recommend it to a friend. I think it really hits on some like heavy things, but I think it's topics that anyone can relate to. And I think the scenes were done really, really well. Mm-hmm. The way that she crafted the dialogue. Sometimes I've, you know, I've seen a few of these before where this, the more serious scenes, uh, I don't maybe connect to them as well as I did this one. Mm-hmm. And I thought she was talking about some pretty relevant topics and things that people face. Mm-hmm. And with that said, we enjoyed watching and discussing Reindeer Games Homecoming. Thank you listeners for joining us. And if you'd like to be a part of the conversation to be kept up to date with new episodes and discussions, follow us on Facebook and Instagram by searching the keywords. We wish you a merry movie. From us to you, we wish you a merry movie.